Father, I will not marry them, cried Princess Felicia, grasping the king's arm. King Edward was a loving father, but still a stern man, tied to the old ways. He turned and looked into his daughter's eyes, weary of having this conversation. Felicia, enough. You shall marry the winner of the joust and unite the kingdoms as tradition states. <laughs> you would not choose any of the eligible young men Melvin the Royal Wizard Priest selected, and now it shall be left to this. But father, I do love a man. I love Super enough! <laughs> Boom the old man. I shall not hear his name spoken in this castle again. Now come. The games await. He extended a sweeping arm to the balcony. Frowning, Princess Felicia follows him out onto the stone platform overlooking the peasants. They cheer for the royal arrival. The king waves. Felicia does not. <laughs> Knights, who shall take my daughter's hand in marriage? Four men step forward, adorned in the royal armor of their four kingdoms, each bearing the royal crest. Very well, you shall joust to prove your honor. <laughs> Suddenly, they hear it. The low growl in the distance. The knights and royal guard grip their swords and the murmur of dragon rises among the peasants. But it is not a dragon they need fear. The roar grows louder when all at once a mysterious figure riding on an ATV speeds into the <laughs> courtyard. Felicia grasps, hiding a smile, although she does not know what an ATV is. <laughs> all is still as the figure dismounts the device. He holds a shield emblazoned with the letters of an unknown kingdom. UFC. <laughs> In one hand, he holds not a sword, but a three-foot wooden two-by-four. He is wearing red trunks, and his face is covered by a helmet. It could be anyone. Enraged at the interruption... What could this be? <laughs> enraged at the interruption, the king slams his masked fist into the railing of the balcony. Melvin! Who is this masked figure? He demands. Melvin does not answer because he was roundhouse kicked in the temple three minutes prior. <laughs> Finally, the masked man speaks, breaking the silence. He turns to the crowd. I am the feared tyrant of eight-sided spaces. <laughs> I am the one who has bench-pressed the winter winds and used the riches of a thousand kingdoms to buy protein shakes. <laughs> he removes the helmet. I am Sir Brock Lesnar. World Heavyweight Champion of Westeros, <laughs> Father of Arm Bars, and Breaker of The Undertaker's Undefeated Streak at WrestleMania. Felicia, I have come to win your love. <laughs> okay. Westeros, that's uh, Game of Thrones? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> He's the champ of Westeros. I, I haven't seen enough Game of Thrones to speak intelligently. I know there's a really big guy named The Mountain, but right. after that, I don't think Brock's worried about anyone. Like, what's Jon Snow going to do? Yeah. Nothing. Well, or the blue guy. Who's the blue guy? Oh, the Night King? No, I'm talking about the Blue Man group. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough group. I, that's a lot of weapons, too. If I'd be worried about the Blue Man group if I was Brock Lesnar. They'd be worshipped as gods at the Game of Thrones universe. They would be like... They would be like a, uh, a subset of priesthood yeah, or something, you know? I, I know a little bit about Game of Thrones lore. Like when Arya Stark <laughs> goes to like learn how to become a world assassin, they would be one of the houses that she would visit. <laughs> the Blue Man Group is oh, what oh, she would visit? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You learn, how to, you learn how to shapeshift from the man of a thousand faces, and then <laughs> you learn how to make 
<laughs> different PVC pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, have, they have like an entire like chapel made of PVC pipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how they communicate. <laughs> that's probably why part of why they'd be so feared. Like people would be horrified to see like a crew of blue guys walking around, but also pipes were not invented. <laughs> that would be equally horrifying. Or, or PVC. <laughs> yeah, it's more durable than rubber, yet lighter than metal. What's rubber? <laughs> no one would try them. No. Can you imagine like you're about to go into battle and then like across the way you see glow sticks? Like, light up, and then rolls of toilet paper come fly, get your army. <laughs> you, just, you just hear Baba O'Reilly in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> they pick a volunteer from the crowd and just kill him. <laughs> it's a sacrifice. They set him on fire. <laughs> like, tie him Teenage to Wasteland. Retreat, retreat. The blue men are too powerful. <laughs> Back to your residency in Vegas with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. We're back in the Broctagon. You know what time it is. You've waited all week for this moment, and you're welcome. We're back at it again. I'm Sean. That is Cam. That is Aaron. What up? Fellas, uh, a great show ahead of us, to be sure. We've got a question coming from a friend down south. I'm excited to get into it here. Dear Broctagon team, I finally got on board with the Game of Thrones bandwagon and watched all of it in three weeks. Huh? Wow. That's irresponsible. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I hope. I mean, I can only hope that you're at home sick with some awful illness. <laughs> like eight seasons. RIP to your family. Yeah. If a healthy person is doing this, seek help. Uh, anyway, it made me wonder how Brock Lesnar would do in that universe. Well, that's, that's reasonable. Mm -hmm. So my question for you is this. Brock Lesnar enters a medieval jousting tournament. He is wearing no armor and only has his UFC trunks. <laughs> Instead of a horse and lance, he is given a shield, two by four from Home Depot, and an ATV. <laughs> How many times out of ten does Brock beat a knight in the jousting arena? We assume the knight also has a sword, but Brock does not have to follow any of the rules. Love the show, Molly in Knoxville. Great question, Molly. I got my answer already. You're, you're already locked in? Yeah. Nine times. Nine times nine, out of ten? He wins the entire tournament nine times out of ten. He's got an ATV. He's got an ATV, a two-by-four. You're just saying things slow. You're not, you're not <laughs> making an argument. He's got He's wearing red a trunks. <laughs> he is a human. Do you think that uh, red trunks for him is like the red shirt for Tiger? <laughs> like oh, Tiger that, Woods? That's what he's in the zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Brock Lesnar could win the Masters if he was wearing his red trunks. <laughs> no, nothing else, just those. Yes. Uh, no golf clubs. <laughs> just, just punching the ball. He just, he just looks at the ball like menacingly, and it like it just, <laughs> just goes scoots into, away in fear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's so got he, a close putt and just roundhouse kicks it off the green. <laughs> So Brock's got an ATV. He's got a two by four. He doesn't have to abide by the rules. He has a shield. Yeah, he could just, you know, he could also steal a weapon from someone else. He'd have to take it from the knight because that's the only person specified to have one. These people have never seen an ATV. That's true. You know, I, that's a problem. The horse has never seen an ATV. Yeah, the horse probably is scared. The horse doesn't situation. know what that is. But like, would a modern horse be afraid of an ATV, you think? For the sake of this question... Let's just say the horse isn't worried about the ATV. Okay. It's just a question of ability. Okay. Um, sorry to all our uh, our animal lovers out there, but um, I think Brock could take out a horse with an ATV. Yeah. 
Even if he just, what if he just dropped the shield and just ran and himself? I'm, and I'm pretty sure that, that that was definitely like a tactic when jousting is like, take out the horse, get the dude off the horse, and we're hand to hand, baby. I don't, I'm, I'm not so ready to give him a big number like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, in jousting, there's like a middle fence between the two horses, yes. right? Yes. yes. So that's, I think that's the biggest problem because if there were no fence, I feel like Brock's biggest strength would be just switching sides of the other rider. So if, if the other rider has the sword in their left hand, just get on the other side of them because they can't switch like that long pole and the shield mid-battle. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And once you get on the other side of the horse, I feel like you're home free. Just run that ATV into the horse's legs. Well, well <laughs> but remember, he doesn't have to abide by the rules, so he doesn't have to be on that side. He could just charge head first for the but horse. I'm saying I, I feel like the fence is a problem. Like, yeah, he would have to get around the fence. You think he can get around the fence? Oh, uh, yeah. I think you could probably run a modern ATV. He, I think yeah. the, through, knights, through a medieval fence. You know, they weren't known for their construction quality in those days. Right. Well, a I don't know. Have you, enough have, to do the have you seen a cathedral? Have you seen any castle that's still around? Yeah, that's an excellent <laughs> point. That's an excellent point. My apologies. When it came to, to stone, unbeatable. Wood? Nah. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Fences were just hay. And the dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just stacks of your dead ancestors. We call this the Tillman Finch. Why? Because uh, it's made out of old man Tillman. <laughs> he's just like, eh, there. I think if the knight's going to win, he's going to have to do it right away. Because even though Brock doesn't have to follow the rules, I'm assuming they're starting on either side, and that knight is still going to get like a, a clean shot at Brock on that ATV. Yeah. So he really, like, he just has to sustain the first blow with the shield on the ATV, and I think he's going to be okay. But that's a lot to ask for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you guys have seen, like, jousting, right? Yeah. Those, what, what is it? Knight's Tale. Is it lances? What are the, what are yeah, like the long lance. poles? Yeah, it's a lance. Those things will destroy you. Yeah. Like, they go right yeah. through the shields. I think any strong blow from a lance would mm -hmm. knock Brock out. So I think he needs to do what he can to avoid the lance entirely. Yeah, I agree. Here's what I think he could do. They're charging at each other. He gets out of the way of the dude's lance, and then he just goes around to where he's <laughs> oh, behind, behind him. He's, <laughs> he's chasing him. You know, and then it's like, what? <laughs> at that point, he can just run the ATV, like, get on top of it, and then jump on the dude. You imagine, like, in the tournament, he just does that every time, and the announcers are like, there's Brock, breaking the rules again. <laughs> Does anyone want to correct him? Surprise upset. <laughs> Maybe I'm too hasty in saying nine. I'll say, like, seven. I'm still giving the majority of it to him. Wow. I am. I think either way, like, in one of these ten scenarios, a moment has to come where Brock's off the ATV, he's knocked the knight off the horse, it's a knight with a sword and a shield, and Brock with a two by four and a shield. Yeah, head to head, who wins that matchup? That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Forget the horse, forget the ATV. Just Brock and a knight in an arena. Yes. Yeah, I I don't know how much I like Brock in a situation against a guy with a sword. Also, like I don't like, want to. Even though you're wearing a helmet, like a, if you get punched in the face, it will still probably like hurt to some degree or be disorienting. Oh, you're gonna know it. Yeah, at Brock... the very least, and. Your line of vision is like really, it's uh -huh. not great. You only have like a little bit. So if Brock could, I don't know, like throw dirt in his eyes or, or something to where he's just like swinging, then I think it's like he's got a little bit more of an advantage too. Okay, the dirt thing raises an excellent point because wouldn't knights like have some code of conduct that Brock Lesnar would not recognize at all? 
Right. Like, right. I feel yeah. like they would fight with honor, and he would come out and, like, state the name of his forefathers. <laughs> and then Brock would just be like, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Jimmy Johns. <laughs> start wailing on him with the board. I, I saw that clip the other day of him shaking Roman Reigns' hand. He's like, come on, shake my hand. Come on, shake my hand. Come on, shake my hand. Exactly. And then he finally shakes his hand, and he gets him up on his shoulder and booms him. Boom, F5. Yeah, that night's getting Brock's finishing move in that moment. Oh, yeah. I, I like Brock's odds just against the knight. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the sword's not a problem if he has a shield. Yeah. Um, and I think that once he gets the sword out of his hand, he just slowly dismantles the suit of armor, rips the <laughs> helmet off, rips the arms off. Yeah. I, Brock, at last Google, Brock is 6'3", 275 pounds. Oh, gosh. I don't think that anyone from the medieval era has seen someone over 250 pounds. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right about that. I, he, he is like the berserker's berserker to them. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? He's the biggest guy they've ever seen. So I, I think that they pale in comparison to him in yeah. height and weight. I think he just has that huge advantage on them. Yeah. Dude, like in today's world, that would be like if an 800-pound man arrived on a hovercraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd be horrified that either of those were possible. <laughs> All muscle. All right, Aaron, put a number on it. Brock versus the knight? Brock versus, right, in this in this whole scenario. J- j- okay, Brock versus straight up a knight fighting, no horse, no ATV. Yeah. I give Brock 7 out of 10. I think that's the same number Cameron had, right? Yeah. Uh, Brock versus, Brock in the joust versus, he has the ATV. I like Brock 9 out of 10 times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's what I said. Wait, you said 9? I said 9. Oh, okay, fine, 8. Look. <laughs> Against I, the joust. I like Brock eight out of ten times. Uh-huh. You know what? Ten out of ten times. I think okay, he always yeah, wins. There we go. He's yeah. sweeping. He he's sweeps sweeping. the entire he's tournament. Sweeping it. Ten out. Yeah, he sweeps the tournament. Also, after he beats that first knight, he's got a sword. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a suit of armor. Yeah, uh, yeah. An, an he, ill-fitting suit of armor. Yeah, beats, what are you gonna do with that? If he beats a second knight, he's got two swords. <laughs> <laughs> By the fourth guy, he's got a sword in his mouth. <laughs> the more I think about it, I just think the most intimidating thing he could do would just be just run out there butt naked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, just Let them just behold what humanity's capable of. Just make him the new king. Yeah. Get down from there, King Edward. The chosen one has arrived. They, like, crowd surf the king down and crowd surf him up, pass by each other. He wears the crown on his bicep. <laughs> Instead of all the swords... The Iron Throne is just made out of melted-down fighting championship belts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hear me out. Brock versus a dragon. Okay. I'm glad that you brought this up, because this... There was a dragon in the short story. There was. It, it was referenced. We're in a dragon's universe. So I, another workshopped idea based off that excellent question was knights going to, uh, going to a cave to defeat a dragon when they realized... It's just, Brock. it's just Brock with a lighter Standing and a can a of axe. Of <laughs> it's all the belts. It's, it's Brock with like a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Brock and a flamethrower versus a dragon. How big is the dragon? Yeah. Uh, um, Are we talking like smog? Okay, so if we're in Westeros. Barney. I'm, I'm thinking one of the Game of Thrones <laughs> dragons. <a> dinosaur. <laughs> no. You fool. Brock and a flamethrower versus Barney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get me out of here! Get me out of the suit! Get me! Come on, please stop! He's trying to like escape into the magic bag. Could you make a Brock Lesnar television show, like for children? <laughs> I just, 
I don't know, like, what virtues he could bestow upon the youth. <laughs> Strength. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, kids, your bullies are your next targets. <laughs> See you next time. Life isn't for the weak. <laughs> Life isn't for the weak. I don't think I don't think Brock can defeat a dragon. I I, I feel mm. like that's too much of a challenge. Yeah. Unless he had like some magical amulet or something. I think that I think like one punch from Brock Lesnar in the unprotected <laughs> scale. Or at least hurt really bad. Alright, let me ask you this then. Given the dragons are not a thing, we have to be more realistic. How big could an iguana be before it poses a threat to Brock Lesnar? <laughs> oh. Like like an iguana the size of like a Honda Civic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like how all right, how about this? How big does an iguana have to be to five out of ten Brock? Hmm. You know those like do you know what a twisty treat is? Those like ice cream stands yeah. that, that look like a big ice cream cone? One of those? One of those that's an iguana could kill Brock. Five out of ten. That's enormous. Wow. Brock has no weapons. It's just his trunks and his bare hands. I was going to say, like, maybe the one the size of an ATV or something like that. You know what? Like, like a, <laughs> a Fiat 500. Like one of those little smart cars. <laughs> yeah. Like a, like a Prius-sized iguana. That would 5 out of 10 Brock. Like, the bite would be powerful, but he could still just punch it in the head until it dies. <laughs> Brock riding a giant iguana would be the most powerful thing in the universe. <laughs> Yeah, I think we would just do away with democracy and be like, Brock is king. <laughs> Praise Brock. Praise the Brockwana. I'm just imagining like how Princess Felicia serendipitously met Sir Knight Brock Lesnar and they fell in love. Like she was being chased by a pre-sized iguana and he saved her <laughs> life. Okay, how about this then? Brock, in a moment of honor, decides to play by the rules. Puts away the ATV and just gets one of the Clydesdales from the Budweiser commercials because it's the only horse that can hold him. Yeah, like, is or he... just like he stands on them like one leg on each. <laughs> well, if he's playing by the rules, then is he decked out in armor too and everything? Yeah, like, we'll give him some Brock-sized armor. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be three months. We got to custom make this armor. <laughs> they have to go to war with another kingdom just to get all the steel. <laughs> three people died mining the ore. <laughs> Brock, you will notice that the helmet has four eye holes. We did have to merge two helmets. <laughs> There's just like no gates on the front wall of the castle. <laughs> we had to repurpose this. Sean, I don't know that we ever heard your answer on the on the the full question of him ATV two by four. You guys aren't gonna like this. I think Brock does it six times out of ten. Mm. And I tend to be very I'm probably the most pro Brock among us. Yeah. I just think that initial pass. When he has to get hit by the lance, if he doesn't like do the shield thing perfectly, he's getting knocked off and like breaking some bones. And then I think he's in trouble. Straight up against a medieval knight, I think Brock's got it like eight times out of ten. I don't think Brock's mm -hmm. worried about a knight. Yeah, that feels right. The only reason I give him eight is, I mean, a sword's a sword, right? If he cuts his arm and starts bleeding out, he's in a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. I also think, yeah, Brock is not fighting with honor. He's just going to take the shield, ram the guy during his soliloquy. And then just start punching him until the <laughs> helmet caves in on his face. <laughs> he, he gets off the horse and like, Brock is like, in the mud. And he's like, My father's house was one of the four kingdoms that established this land. And you would come in and... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he doesn't even realize he's like, stood up. I think if Brock just walks into the castle and says, I'm here for Felicia. Everyone's going to be like, oh, yes, sir, third floor. Bring it <laughs> right away. I just don't think human beings back then 
we say this a lot on this show, but I just don't think human beings at that point <laughs> had an understanding of like the art of fighting like Brock does. Like you were really only fighting someone like if he came into your garden to take your only head of cabbage to feed your starving family. And then you fought that guy. But otherwise, you just weren't doing it. It's too much energy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Arm bars were not invented in those days. All they knew was kicking and punching. Tom Brock knows too. <laughs> He's just way better. Oh, and uh, and tying a person up to four different horses and pulling them apart. But you know, oh, what is that from? That's terrifying. That's called being drawn and quartered. Oh, oh, that was the justice system back then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if you survive, then you're innocent. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brock would survive that. <laughs> oh, no, oh, that's how you punish four horses. They just wear themselves out. I love the idea of Brock just being like a corrupt traveling knight that just goes from town to town and just eating everyone's food. <laughs> Sir Brock. <laughs> Sir Brock, I have to go hide the grain. <laughs> hide the mead. Hide thy maid. <laughs> <laughs> An ATV pulls up. Where are thine leg of lambs? <laughs> Where is brother Bartholomew? He's boarding up the protein shake shop. Quickly, we must help him. <laughs> Board up the James and Jonathans. <laughs> That's the funniest thing anyone said in this show so far. <laughs> the medieval Jimmy Johns. The James, <laughs> the and, James Jonathan. and Jonathans. Subpath, where those victorious shall dine. <laughs> uh, now I just want to figure out medieval restaurants. <laughs> Burger King is just Burger King. <laughs> oh, so instead of Carl's Jr., it's now called Carl, son of Carl. <laughs> Let's go to Carl's, second of his name. <laughs> Taco Bell Tower. <laughs> Taco Cathedral. <laughs> well, wow. Hunchback of Notre Dame is a lot different with the marketing. <laughs> <laughs> He's up there with a sombrero drinking a Baja Blast. <laughs> Yo quiero the touch of a woman. Do we have a guest for next week? Oh, we do. We're joined by former UFC champion Anthony Pettis. He's here promoting his new book, How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Getting Kicked in the Side of the Head. <laughs> That's all we got. We'll see you next time. <laughs>